Hi there, folks. This is Christine. I'm just dropping in at the beginning of the episode to uh, just do two quick little notes for you. So in this episode, about the first 16 minutes, the sound quality is pretty bad. I'm so sorry about that. But if you'll just stick with us, after that 16 minutes, we had our backup recorder going. So uh, it should be good after that. And then the second thing was, uh, I know that you can listen to us in any podcatcher, but if you do have Spotify, it would be wonderful if you would listen to us on that platform, because that's like our home platform. And if we get enough listens on there, uh, we'll be able to, uh, we'll be eligible to add ambassador ads and possibly monetize uh, a little. So that would be amazing if that's possible for you to listen on Spotify. That would be great. But if you're listening somewhere else, that's wonderful too. Thank you so much for listening. Coming to you live from Studio 13 at Power Team Studios in beautiful Orlando, Florida, it's Crumb Shoes, the Crime Scene Kitchen Podcast. Choose the Crime Scene Kitchen podcast, and today we are going to be covering uh, Crime Scene Kitchen Season 2, Episode 4, Classically Trained, Going Plum Crazy. So, Nick, what did you think about the episode? Oh, well, I didn't watch it. Wait, what? I didn't, I didn't really see a need to, to, to watch this episode. But that... But our podcast is supposed to cover, like, all the episodes. Right. But Cherry and Steph and I are in Group A, the self-taught bakers. And this episode was about Group B, the classically trained bakers, who are classically trained. Are they classically trained? They are classically trained. Are you so, sure? So, yeah. So, didn't didn't need to watch it. Um, they wouldn't even let me in the studio. Uh, or they wouldn't let the us. Studio. They wouldn't let us in the studio. You, for you know, to do this episode. The okay when they they filmed this like a year ago, and we literally didn't know that it existed then. And I was here at this house with you and Bonka. Remember that, that time, time. Remember when I went out for pizza? Uh huh. I was recording Crime Scene Kitchen Season 2 with Steph and Cherry as my teammates. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, you were, you know, I mean, I thought it was more like an hour, but maybe it was like six weeks or something. I can't remember for sure. Time is a flat circle, my friend. That's so true. Yeah. So anyway, how about I take a stab? Just okay. guess okay. what happened. You want to just guess? I yeah. would guess. That works. Okay. You fill it in with actual facts and data, and we'll figure it out. Okay. I think it's pronounced data. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Crumb Shoes. My name is Nick Perez. He, him. My name is Christine Perez. She, they. And yes, we are going over episode four of season two. Uh, that was a goo. Ah! Although I did miss Steph and Cherry this week. Yes. Not having them on my TV 
made me sad face, but that's okay. Also, uh, Cherry's birthday was this week. Happy birthday! They turned 30, and they had an amazing capybara cake that they made. Yeah. And the capybara also had a little cake, which was a different flavor. That's amazing. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Their, like, their story over the last week is just fantastic. It was, like, roller skating, and it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. They are people goals <laughs> and they and steph are like best friends goals they're amazing yeah yeah uh steph had a great story on on insta yeah uh just as a tribute to their friendship so check that out do you know their instas offhand uh yes so cherries is studio snacks yeah at studio snacks and then uh steph is i believe at stephanie s-t-e-p-h-a-n-i-e Sue H S U unofficial. Unofficial. So Stephanie Sue unofficial. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. And I'm sorry if I pronounced the last name wrong. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, we're going into this next episode. But do, do we have any? Do we have anything that we want to cover before we get into the episode? Um. I know we wanted to talk about just like our approach. Yes. Um. Yeah, so I we're going to uh, just discuss some things that we've already discussed before. I, I don't think we're going to say anything here that we haven't said before, um, but um, we thought we should kind of put it all out there all at once as just some disclaimers of who we are, where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so first, again, we are not bakers. We are not professional bakers. Christine is an amateur baker. Very I've, amateur. I've never baked anything in my life. So uh, we could not do this again. Yeah. Uh, anything we say comes from the perspective of just reality TV fans who, you know, sometimes shout at the TV, but we absolutely 100% acknowledge that this is crazy difficult and we could never, ever, ever do this. So one, just making sure everyone knows that. Two, um... Going on this show, or any reality show, takes a ton of courage, and we respect and admire anyone and everyone uh, who's been on this show, because uh, you're going out and putting putting yourself out there in a worldwide audience, for a worldwide audience to see, and that takes courage, and we absolutely respect that, um, and every baker on this show is amazing. Like, we've seen all your 100%. Instagrams, all the pictures you post, like... The, the talent uh, that you all have devoted to your crafts is amazing. And we also want to sh- say that we very much uh, aspire to have and believe we do have a positive show. Yes. That is who we want to be. Um, we certainly believe that is who we are. Um, we want to have a positive tone to the show. That being said... We do believe the things that happen on this show, the people on this show, are still open to criticism. Yes. Yeah? And we try to make it as fair and uh, even-handed as possible. And try to have fun with it. Exactly. We have a silly, tongue-in-cheek sense of humor. Yes. And that being said, you know, there are, um, you know, what's open to criticism. You know, uh, the most important thing that a team walks into the crime scene kitchen with 
The most important thing is not their baking knowledge. It's not the recipes they know. It's not even their ability to decipher clues. Your most important tool when you walk into the crime scene kitchen is the relationship you have with your teammate. That is, to me, by far the most important thing. Because as we've discussed, if that is not in place, I don't... I don't see a team making it to the finals and succeeding mm-hmm. um, if that's not just well-established in place. So, in our opinion, discussing that, analyzing that um, is fair Yes. In a, in a venue that is analyzing the show, Crime Scene Kitchen, and what the contestants do. But again... We're not here just to attack people. We we want to have a positive tone on the show. We want to be a part of this community that is fun. So it's it's a tightrope. We um we have gotten the amazing opportunity to get to talk to like get to interact with the actual bakers on Instagram, which is amazing and such an honor. Yeah. But that has created a little bit of a tightrope that like we don't ever want to come across to anyone as haters or trolls. Yeah. Because that is not our approach at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we will continue to dance on that line, bring to light things that we think are worthy of being discussed. And things, and that includes things both positive and negative that occur on the show. And because we believe that's part of responsible broadcasting is to be honest. Yes. First and foremost, uh, we promise to be honest about our opinions. And we are also human beings. So if, if we ever go too far, I apologize in advance. Me too. But we are going to continue being critical of the things that uh, are worthy of criticism. And if anyone who has ever been affiliated with the show disagrees with our analysis, there is a standing open invitation for any of you to join us on our show and tell us about it. So we think in that way we are being as fair as we possibly can. You obviously have a free forum here to talk where you will have a lot less editing than Fox gave you. I know it's a weird tone to start out our show because we're just, you know, generally pretty fun, goofy people. But we want to put that out there because we do care uh, about the people we talk about. We care about all of you. We don't want to just be another internet troll. Yeah, absolutely. But we still want to be honest. That's who we are. That's where we're coming from. And that's all we can do. Exactly. And for anyone who listens to us, supports us, we appreciate you, uh, and we hope you continue to take the journey with us. Yes, very well put. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And before we move on to the episode, I actually just want to throw one more disclaimer in there. Christine actually specifically said this last week, but uh, I want to reiterate it because I think it's so important. And I think, uh, you know, again, we've been married for 15 years. We've been together for 22 years. And we know this just as well as anyone. No one in the world can know or understand a relationship like the people inside of it. No one. So we would never claim to know how anyone else works aside from us. Absolutely. Or what their dynamic is together. I agree. I think that in a lot of situations, you hear people say things, and sometimes it's joking, but it still it can be painful to hear. <laughs> sometimes people will say things like, um, oh, that relationship will never last, or like, these are bad parents, these are bad partners. Like, no, really don't really know. Yeah. And you certainly can't judge it based on... Crime Scene Kitchen is a snapshot under the most intense pressure that likely they've ever had in their lives. And as podcasters, we're analyzing that snapshot, but we're also saying it's a snapshot. Exactly. 
So with that long-winded um, disclaimer, uh, should we talk about baking? Oh my gosh, I love talking about baking. I loved how we intru- how Joel introduced Yolanda and Curtis. Oh my gosh, yes. Yolanda was the queen of cakes, I believe, mm-hmm. and he was the clown prince of pies, which was adorable. Curtis is the clown prince of pies. Yes. yes. And he's he has some like really drool-worthy desserts on Instagram that oh, he's really? like putting out right now. Like a lot of them are in jars that you can like pick up at his Gwen LA restaurant. They look amazing. Oh, okay. So yeah, but it's called Gwen <laughs> LA. I know this much. It's a self-serve Froyo shop. It's a self-serve Froyo shop. Oh my God, if Curtis Stone <laughs> did a self-serve Froyo shop, yeah. we would move there. Yeah. Like wherever it is, we're going. I'm in. Safety bake? Yeah, let's Clues? do it. Okay. Yeah, what you got? So we had, uh, there was a bowl with some kind of batter, which mm-hmm. most people recognized as either pancake or crepe batter. And they were not, I think that they were just allowed to smell. Yeah, I don't think they tasted it. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. There were, there was a bowl with berries in it. I wasn't sure if the bowl, at first I thought it was metal, then I thought it was wooden, I'm not sure, but it had like strawberries, blueberries, maybe blackberries, not super sure. It was a whole bunch. It was a lot of berries. Yeah. And uh, then there was a tart pan that was ceramic or porcelain and did not have a removable bottom. Mm-hmm. Like a a regular metal tart pan did. Okay. So that led many people to believe it did not have a crust. There was also a clue that not everyone saw, which was an apron with a stain that was very highly discussed throughout the episode. And, and they thought, is it cherry? Is it raspberry? We're not sure. Cherry was there last week. No, the other kind of cherry. Oh, okay. Yes, right, right. I think the fruit was actually named after cherry. From Team Steph, Cherry, and Nick. Uh, yeah, and I just had all-purpose flour, confectioner sugar, three eggs. So just basic ingredients oh, right. for the yes. batter were out. And nothing in the trash this week. Oh. After huge trash controversy. So much trash controversy. Yeah, Controverse trash. It took, yeah, it took... Took a week for everyone to even find the trash. Yep. Now they're not even putting now anything in Now there's nothing. There. Who even yeah. cares? Yeah. So, <laughs> that's old news. Yeah. <laughs> They'll hide things on aprons instead. I want to, yeah, I want to know who's coming. I, we know that, like, Curtis and Yolanda come up with the challenges. Mm-hmm. I want to know if they come up with all the clues, if it's, like, a group project. <laughs> like, you know, where to leave the clues, etc. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just want to talk to everyone who makes this show. So, in the future, not now because we're covering season two, but in the future, uh, our invitation for anyone involved with the show to come on the show, if it's not obvious, that certainly extends to anyone who works in the crew. Oh, yeah. We would love any information. Catering. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Uh, Cleaning staff. Yeah. Uh, uh, or just whoever gets to eat all the pies at the end. I Seriously, I don't think they got to. Because it was in 2021. It was during, you know, like sort of the height of COVID. Yeah. And I, from what, uh, when we have sort of talked to the contestants on the show about it, as, as far as they know, I think, no, like the crew didn't get to eat the food, which is just, I can't stand to see wasted buttercream ever. <laughs> Like, I have no choice but to eat all the buttercream in the bowl. <laughs> I thought you were going to say wasted food, which no, is... No, just the buttercream. <laughs> and whipped cream. Like, homemade whipped cream. If I had to throw any homemade whipped cream in the trash ever, 
I would be crying for days. I would have to take even more antidepressants. Yeah. Don't worry about world hunger or, you know, poverty or anything like that. No, I'm not. Just the buttercream is what we're really... Yes. Save the buttercream. Yeah. Save the buttercream. Hashtag save the buttercream. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we will write a very strongly worded letter then about, yes. the, about the buttercream. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and I wanted to say, okay, so in this episode, yeah. before we did the safety bake uh, crime scene kitchen part, they said something in sort of the, right after the recap at the beginning where they're talking about the episode, they said something about Clifudi. So we yeah. were like, oh, cool. So the first one's Clifudi. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, I mean, we didn't even get to like guess because it was like, oh, it's Clifudi. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of taken from us yeah yeah it's like oh well that's that's it all right yeah uh so yeah fox you kind of spoiled your own uh, uh your own mystery in the first five seconds there. i know so that was unfortunate. And, yeah and then the second one which we'll get to was there was no suspense in what it was it was pretty obvious yes so yeah. unfortunately there was no mystery <laughs> yeah we didn't really get to guess along yeah i will tell you one guess i had though okay so we're we were about a hundred percent sure that the first one was clifudi there was some disagreement between, you know, different members of different teams as to whether it was made with cherries or berries. And we will get into that further. But my guess, based on the fact that there was a bowl of, you know, various berries on the counter, was that it had to have been made with berries. And my reasoning was that I, like, you know, sometimes you'll leave fruit on a counter, you know, like apples, like I left out some avocados to get ripe, maybe like, you know, you leave potatoes out, etc. Y'all know what, what uh, fruit and vegetables are. So, bananas! Um, bananas! <laughs> but berries, personally, I always put berries in the fridge, and when I get them, they usually come from a refrigerated section, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless you're picking them. So, or like you're getting them at a farmer's market where they don't have refrigeration. And maybe it's just because I'm not bougie, but like I would never leave berries on a counter. They're going in the fridge unless we're like serving them to people. So yeah, who, yeah, you, yeah, you don't leave a bowl of berries just out. Yeah, it's not just going to sit there. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I am baffled by that. Yeah, yeah, that's really strange. What what if for, like, one of the crime scene kitchens, instead of, like, they go in the kitchen, but instead all of a sudden they're transported to, like, an orchard, and they have to, like, pick their Ooh, own berries? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> what was that show that was on Netflix that was like the magical Ferris fantasy oh, fairy garden? Yeah, Carla Hall was Carla Hall. Uh, one of the judges. She's amazing. I don't remember. Yeah, it was like this almost, it was a almost acid trip whimsical. It was delightful. Oh, it was delightful. It was yes, it yeah. was like it was like Alice in Wonderland, the baking contest. So those are the clues. So during the safety bake. Crazy delicious. Crazy delicious. There you go. It should be an even more out there name. Because <laughs> it's all about whimsy. Yeah. I love whimsy. Well, yeah, I got to. Yeah. So during the safety bake, uh, it showed the twins, um, uh, Sally and Sherry, testing on the apron. So one of them thought that it was raspberry, a raspberry stain on the apron. One thought it was a cherry stain. So they took a raspberry and like smeared it on their apron to see what it would look like. I loved that. I thought that was very smart. In Bake Files, which is the post-show uh, Instagram Live, I believe Amber and Yaz said that they also did that. 
Oh yes. Even though it wasn't shown in the show. Right. So uh, that yeah. was I thought that was a very smart technique. Um, also during the safety make, there was a really funny moment and Sally and Sherry, I'm so sorry, I don't know which one of you is which. But <laughs> <laughs> the jars, like all the jars in one of the really high uh cabinets, like fell on one of them's head. <laughs> and like she was totally okay, but it was funny. Yes. Oh my yeah. it, it, no, it was like cartoonish the it way they all it was insane like it looked like it was gimmicked to it do really that it really did yeah it looked like it was like a shelf that was meant to fall yeah <laughs> it was really funny yeah yeah uh, yeah i was thinking like nickelodeon type totally sketch comedy why wasn't there slime <laughs> that's what the show needs yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's in the quarterfinals um yes. uh so yeah that was yeah but those yeah those shows were very high uh, so and, high. And yeah, again, if they were in their own kitchen, they'd have like shelves that are probably more attuned to their height. They would have yes. step ladders more readily available, probably. That's such a good point. So, uh, like, yeah. I know that they can't make these kitchens like individual for each individual team, but like they could try to make it where short people can still get to stuff. Yeah, I hope they have that access yeah. and don't have to like do anything unsafe to get to the, the yeah sh- the sugar. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So be safe. Um, and then there's then we went to Bob and Vicky's kitchen, and we see a lot of them in this episode, yes. um, which is great. So they say at the beginning that they are going to turn over a new leaf um, because they had some arguing in the last episode. And brand new Bob and Vicky. Brand new Bob and Vicky. They are not going to argue this time. New and improved. <laughs> and, um, oh, I love, this is so funny. Bob said, and they're like the sweetest. Like we're ta- we love them. Yes, <laughs> just to be clear. Uh, but uh, they're really fun. They have a great sense of humor around the- about themselves. So um, Bob said, uh, so yeah, Vicky's gonna like follow my lead. I'm gonna be the captain. Yeah. Something to that effect. Yeah, and, and she seemed to be on board. With oh, that. totally. But then she also said side eye. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. I just love them, and I, I just I would love to just go hang out with them in New Jersey. <laughs> um, let's go let's go yeah and then, oh, i was just thinking like if they had been in the boardwalk pie uh mm. round they might have they known might have it. known yeah since they're from oh, jersey but yeah i don't know well, if we ever speak to them we'll have to ask them if i they would knew, love to know yeah if they knew that one because yeah yeah um but yeah it, it was interesting when they talked about that because i it going back to season one and we have should we talk about our big announcement? I feel like I feel like getting it out there. Let's do it. Should Let's get, get it, it out, out there? there. Actually, I have an announcement about my winner predictions too. So my predictions for the winner. Oh, okay. That you... I need to officially change too, but let's do the announcement first. Okay, cool. But so we'll just put these in the middle of stuff. Have you seen our in- <laughs> Yeah, uh, just try to follow. Uh, follow along. structure, structure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you saw our Instagram Facebook, we said a couple days ago we have a big, huge announcement. So it's kind of a good news, bad news. I'm going to start with the bad news. There's no new episode next week. Oh, uh, I know, I know. They're killing us. We'll have to go the entire holiday weekend. Oh my gosh! Without a new episode of Crime Scene Kitchen, but because of that, we have a very special crumb shoes. One week from today, with Emma and Leslie from season one. We are so excited. They Yes. Oh 
my gosh. We're like so excited. We're totally fan personing out. Over we here. are freaking <laughs> out yeah. right now. Uh, yeah, so excited. So please join us next week for that very special interview. We're going to talk about their background and how they got in the baking, their like, kind of baking relationship together, because obviously Emma's probably been do- doing that with Leslie her whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mom and daughter, if you didn't already know. Uh, and then they're going to help us analyze the se- season two so far. Uh, so we're not going to get too much into season one yet with them. We hope to do that in a future interview with them. But... This would be a good week for you to catch up on season one, especially since there's no new episode next week. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen season one or if it's been a couple years, maybe go back and watch it this week. We literally watched all season one in the last week ourselves, so you can do it too. Totally. <laughs> um, just, you know, just to get refamiliarized with Emma and Leslie again. So Yes, and uh, the wonder that is them. They're it, amazing. They are amazing. So, uh... So this would be a good time to go back and catch up, um, but if not, it won't be too, too spoilery, I don't think, but who knows where the conversation's gonna go. Yeah, we can't make any promises, but we'll try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm, we're not gonna go there specifically, but I'm also not gonna tell them to stop talking. Yeah, like, they can talk for <laughs> six hours, we'll love it. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. This microphone, I've got an SD card here with 320 hours worth of memory available, so. That's available to you, Emma, and Leslie. Yeah, and I bought a three-pack of those cards, so. So we're good. <laughs> so we're good. Totally. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we're so excited to talk to them, and hear analysis about season two, from experts, because you can't get any more expert than people who've been on the show. So Absolutely. I want to hear their perspective on the changes this year. Um, so please join us next week for that. And then the next week, I believe, we'll be back to uh, normal episodes from season two. Yeah, and I think yeah. you'll be actually watching that episode because your team will be on. I will be watching it from within. I'll be watching the audience through the camera from there. That is so meta. Yeah. I love it. It's kind of a Wonka Vision thing. Yes. Isn't yeah. everything kind Isn't of a Wonka Vision <laughs> thing? Um, yeah. Did you want to say the other thing? Oh, yeah. We... So, my other extremely important announcement. This is controversial. This is so controversial. Yeah. I know that you're not supposed to change, what is it, horses midstream or something? Mid swim. Or bakers mid swim when they're, you know horses of course playing water polo which play with horses but um (laughs) i'm kidding don't at me um (laughs) uh so okay i know that i said my top four and i would say my final four remains the same Uh which is um you know steph sherry and nick and um dj and ricky amber and yaz and t and fatty um, with alternates, uh, Camille and Laisa, but again, anyone could win. Anyone could be in the top. Every week we watch, I'm like, oh, they're amazing too. Oh, they're amazing too. Like literally anyone could win. Yes. But, um, I had as my top Amber and Yaz, and they're so amazing and I love them and I'm just like floored by their talent. At the same time, when I, when I made that decision, it was like, it was the decision that, like, I was still sort of riddled with, like, analysis and paralysis, okay. as Amanda and Aaron would say from season one okay. of Crime Scene Kitchen, that uh, it just, I couldn't really, like, land. And then I remembered that, like, when you're not sure where to go, you got to follow your heart. 
and my heart says, and I think I've said from the beginning, tea and fatty are like my favorite. I love them so much. So uh, that so that was the announcement. Is that tea and fatty? I I have slightly flip flopped, and I think they're going to win. Uh, and Amber and Yaz will be the sec in second. So with no offense to Amber and Yaz, uh, I think anyone could win. Everyone is amazing. Like literally, the the field is full of incredible talent. So. Yeah. Um, so my pick to win is tea and fatty and I know it's too little too late. <laughs> I know that they're not going to welcome me into their team in the same way that Cherry and Steph have definitely a hundred percent claimed Nick into their team. <laughs> no, they accept that we're huge fans. Ride or die crew. <laughs> Ride or die crew forever. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to, I decided, uh, tea and fatty. I don't think I said this on the last episode, but. Uh, so the ride or die crew and T and Fatty can all like go to dinner at some like fancy restaurant and, you know, be eating like a nine course meal or whatever. And I'm going to stand outside the like glass window, just crying in the rain. Oh, I'll just be like, I could have been part of that. <laughs> but uh, that's okay. It's cool. Okay. All right. You heard it here first. So, uh, I, uh, do you feel comfortable now? Do you feel better? Do I you feel, feel more worse? comfortable, not because, and again, like, I want to make clear, I can pick literally anyone in the field. They're all insanely talented. Like, I cannot believe how talented they all are. Yeah. Uh, and I think any of those. Davion's great. We could still pick yeah, Davion. Yeah, I mean, there's still, like, there are people who are eliminated who are amazing. Yeah. I'm watching season one kind of made that hit home even more. Mm-hmm. Like, especially now that we have a slightly better understanding of what the actual process, the behind the scenes process is. Yeah. Um, it's certainly like watching it again with kind of new eyes was like, wow, literally anyone on this show could have won it. Yeah. But it's it's all so dependent on not only your chemistry, not only your baking ability, not only your uh, puzzle solving skills, but also like all of your competitors in that moment. Like, who's in your group in that moment? And today, uh, this last episode that came out Monday is absolutely the proof of that. Absolutely. You know? That it's like everyone can be awesome at so many things, but if nobody gets it right, that's a completely different scenario from if everybody gets it right. So, like, it completely depends not just on all the things you can control, but also on everyone else. Yeah. Uh, luck of the draw is important. It's very important. Yeah. It's because it's, um, you're, because you're very rarely going to be perfect. So. Yes. Uh, um, what the other teams do does matter. You can't control what the other teams do, but. No, you have no control over it. Yeah. It, 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 it can matter as we'll see. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't think you should focus on that because yeah. you can't. You just have to do your best every week. Yeah. So. Um. And yeah. So before we get back, uh, uh. Well, as we get back into to this first round, uh. Yeah. Before we move on, I, as far as like the captain thing, like they kind of agreed, like okay, well, let's maybe make Bob the de facto captain here. Yes. It reminded me of season one because a lot of the teams in season one had kind of a quote unquote. Oh. Leader. Yeah, that is so true. I forgot. Even though it was never stated, a lot of those teams, especially teams that went far, really had like a leader follower dynamic. And it worked for a lot of those teams. Uh, that is so, a very good point. I completely didn't make that connection. Yeah. So when they said that, I was like, okay, well, you know, let's see That's where this goes. That's a good goes. strategy. Yeah. Uh, but then, unfortunately, <laughs> as they started relating to each other, uh, and we're still on Bob and Vicky here, um, 
it seems like neither of them just really had a sense of where to go with this set of clues. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they both got frustrated. Yes. Yeah. And they they specifically said at one point, like, I was looking to her and, and he and she was looking to me or something like that or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But because they're kind of both looking at each other and she was like, well, you want to be captain. I'm looking at you, you know, this right. thing. And he was like, well, I don't have any answers. I'm looking at you. Uh, they seem to get very frustrated. Like, and so at one point, and I, I thought this was a good idea on her part. She starts looking around the kitchen, like in the pantry to try to get like inspired or get mm-hmm. ideas of just to jog her memory or something. Yeah. And he really gets on her about that. Yeah. I think they were, it was, they weren't in a great place right in that moment. Yeah. And like, I agree. I think like, to me, jogging my memory by looking around at stuff is extremely helpful. Yeah. So I thought it was a very good idea. Yeah. I thought it was really unfortunate that he was shutting that down because I thought like, yeah, obviously it's not the same set of clues in the kitchen, but it could still remind you of what you saw. Sure. It could still just make you think of a dessert that's ha- just, you know, just gets your memory going. Instead of just standing and staring at each other and being frustrated, like she's trying to like walk yeah. around and figure out something. So uh, I thought that was a little unfortunate. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I want to, I know we've kind of said this already. Sure. I just want to make clear, the only thing we can judge on this show is decisions that people make and things they say in the moment on the show. And, and what Fox shows us. Exactly. And we know they're under insane, tremendous pressure. Oh my God. Everything we learn about the behind the scenes process makes it more and more obvious that this show has pressure that like... If, even if you just watch the show and don't watch, like, the amazing pre- and after shows on Instagram and don't know the behind-the-scenes stuff, it already looks hard and pressure-filled. But it's so much more than you think. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just, like, when we can't judge human beings, all we can do is say, like, this decision in this moment, wish it hadn't been that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um. And, uh, yeah, I think... I really like that they were going to try not to argue because I was thinking like, how hard would it be to change sort of the dynamic of your relationship that has worked for so long in the moment under the most intense pressure ever? Yeah. Like, I really appreciate that they tried to do that. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, we saw, but, you know, again, we're assuming everyone's already watched this episode. If not, go watch the episode. Yes. Because this, I mean, this really, this whole episode huge spotlight on Bob and Vicky for obvious reasons. Yes. Um, you know, what we see between the two rounds is really interesting because in the first round, neither of them know where to go. So they kind of get frustrated, you know, and, and, you know, we see that and we'll talk a little more about that. And they end up with a, 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 a dessert that doesn't turn out great. In the second round, they know exactly where they want to go and they work very harmoniously together. Yes. Very. So I, I you know, I think it's just the fact that neither of them knew which direction to go mm-hmm. that that made it difficult for both of them, yes. you know, yeah. uh, and that under normal, you know, when they're in their own bakeries, of course they know what they're making. So like that, it's not an issue, you know? Right. <laughs> and so all... that's probably what their working relationship is usually like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the end of both rounds, like there was a loving kiss for both Absolutely. from them at the end of both rounds. Yes. And they're uh, incredibly which... self-aware. Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, like, we have, like, a bickering relationship, but, like, 
at the end of the day, you can obviously tell on the show that they are always on the same page. They always have each other's back. Yeah. Oh, and I, yeah, and I love her, like, she's got this, like, sassy, like, oh, no, 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 like, type of... Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love their energy. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. very fun. Um, but, so, let's see here. So, yeah, so, yeah, she's looking around, He, you know, the, still getting frustrated. Uh, we'll come back to them in a second. I've got, oh yeah, DJ and Ricky, I think probably spent the longest time trying to figure it out. Maybe Bob and Vicky did too, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but DJ and Ricky, uh, didn't know what to do. Yeah, which, <laughs> hey, Bob and Vicky didn't either. Like, if you don't know what it is, it's like, what am I doing? Yeah. And pancake but, batter and a tart pan, what? Yeah, yeah, so, um, uh, I guess for them, rather than taking what they saw and trying to shoehorn it into some sort of existing dessert, they took what we they saw and did it as literal as they could and invented it as a dessert to frame the evidence, essentially. To, yes! To... I kind of love that approach. I thought it was so fun. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. I mean, it was And it cool. was, you know, I mean, in theory, it was pretty close to what it was. It, you know, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, let's finish going through, like, some of these uh, things that happened throughout the round, and then we'll talk about the desserts themselves. I want to talk about the, yeah. how, how we would compare those. So, but yeah, there's this funny moment where the two of them are, like, very, like, intensely discussing and Joel just stands between them with this huge grin on his face. Like... It was hilarious and he's like so close to them. <laughs> he's like literally like his face and then like you know DJ's face on one side Joel and then Ricky's face on the other side and they're like these intense whispers and he's just like hey guys what do we whisper? <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah so that was great. Um, uh, yeah uh, back to Bob and Vicky she said not feeling good about your dessert choice. Um. Uh. Uh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. This See, is a this is a great judges moment. Yeah, they were walking by Curtis. Curtis and Yolanda. Yeah, and that's when she said, "Not feeling feeling good about your dessert choice." And Curtis just said, "We should leave." Oh yeah, Curtis said, "You never want to hear that." And Yolanda said, "Yeah, we should leave." Oh, she said it. Okay, yeah. right. <laughs> she's hilarious. It was like perfect timing. It was so perfect. Yeah, uh, it was one of the greatest judge walk by. It was hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if they walked by like ten times until she said something. I, know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but it was whatever happened there was very perfect timing. So. Yeah. Uh, and then so then yeah, right before commercial break, and I I don't remember if we had the context for this or not. Um, but Bob's another thing that I just found unfortunate. He just said, "Keep your thoughts to yourself." Oh yeah, I yeah, they were very frustrated with each other. Yeah, and, yeah, it was like oh. <laughs> that's hard to hear yeah um but yeah like at the end of the day i know they love each other so much oh my god but like that was yeah i was like oh yeah <laughs> don't say that. yeah because it, it was like you know because at very points he too he was like asking for her opinion and then later you know it, it, you know th there's been a lot of times in the crime scene kitchen where a team's like going in a direction and then they can realize sometimes halfway through oh maybe maybe i should have done this and they course correct mm -hmm. and i think like she was trying to like talk through that yeah during the round hoping she would in her mind stumble upon yeah how they could fix because they both knew it was wrong yeah they, they knew that that wasn't the thing yeah yeah they so, just had to pick a i mean i think she point. was just tr yeah exactly but i think you know she was still trying to like 
you know, what can we do? And so, you know, again, it just felt like he was kind of shutting that down. Yeah. Kind of unfortunate, but, you know, again, we've qualified that. And, and yeah, like, they they both were so sweet at the end of the round, and that makes it a little, a little smooth. Yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, I've certainly said things that I regret to Nick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I ain't judging, but, uh, but like, yeah, we've been married 22 years. We, yeah, like, We, we yeah. both have our share of it. The, the lucky thing for us is we didn't have a camera on us. And exactly. Broadcasting to a worldwide audience. So. Oh, my God. If there was a camera on me every time I baked and failed, which is about <laughs> 89% of the times I baked something, um, yeah, I'd be a dis- I mean, I, I am a disaster, but, like, I would be even more. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Our next podcast will actually be a Truman Show variation for Christine. No! <laughs> I literally thought that I was in some kind of Truman Show thing for much of my young life. Wow. I mean, I thought it was a possibility. I wasn't, like, 100%, but I was, like, something weird's going on. You know? yeah. 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 I still think I'm in the weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. Are you Bernie? Uh, Am I Bernie? Well, I voted for Bernie. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So I feel the burn. Yeah, always. Uh, jury's still out on which one I'm. If I'm if I'm carrying Bernie or if I am Bernie. Is or... Andrew McCarthy in that? I have no idea. Okay. And I'm, I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I am. <laughs> okay. All right. That's your homework next week. Since there's no crime scene kitchen to watch, go watch both Weekend of Bernie's movies. How are there two? <laughs> <laughs> the '90s, man. The 90s. It was a crazy time. It was a crazy time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Y2K, am I right? Anyone watching <laughs> Cruel Summer? It's very good. Check it out. And that was... Free advertising for Freeform. <laughs> yeah, no free rides. We gotta delete that. Sorry. Okay, Freeform gave us money. <laughs> All right. So, what did we make? Now, uh, first, Bobby and... Bobby and Vicky. Bobby and Vic. Bobby <laughs> Bob and Vicky. Uh came out and they had um an apple cherry galette with a blood orange glaze so what is a galette christine okay so a galette is sort of like a rustic style pie where you have like a pie crust that you roll out but it stays flat you don't have to fit it into a pan you don't need a pie pan for it so then you pile fruit in the middle of it and then you fold the edges of the pie crust over so that they're like folded over the top, but usually there's still like a hole in the middle where the, the filling is. So okay. you don't have to like put um, fork marks in it to like air it out, I think. Or maybe you do. I don't know. But um, And you're not allowed to eat it with a fork. You're not allowed to eat it with a fork. You actually, it has to be like flaming hot and then uh, you just stick your face right in it. Yes. Yep. That's I, that's the traditional way to eat a galette. Yeah, nope. I, I was the galette-eating champion in Oklahoma three oh, years man. running. That's yeah. why your face has all that. The, yeah, the permanent, yeah, yeah, permanent burn marks. I'm yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, that was joking. None of that was real. But a galette is real. Okay, so that's a galette. But what they presented looked, to me, more like a traditional tart. What do you think happened? Yes. Um... I'm not sure if it's, you know, they never, like, 100% agreed on a direction 
So it might be that like he thought it was a galette and she was like, oh, I feel like maybe it's a pie or something because it didn't, it certainly didn't look like a galette. I agree. Yeah. Um, and it, they used a, a pie tin, I believe. It looked like it had a traditional kind of pie crust. Which a galette would not have. Um, right. Traditionally, no. But okay. like, you know, all of these things that I'm like talking about the definitions of, there are variations on everything, sure. you know, so. Like pancake tarts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like the classical pancake tart. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, there might be a variation like that, but Yolanda did say that, um, I, I think she said, yeah, she commented on it not being folded over the top. Right. In the traditional sort of galette way, that it's like not what she would think about as a galette. I did think it was a pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Curtis said... Do you think it's more akin to a, to a tart or something else? It looked more like a tart to me, but again, home baker. Sure. So I can't 100% say. Yeah. I would not have recognized it as a galette. Yeah. I worked for four years in the pizza business, so to me, everything is either a pizza or not a pizza. <laughs> so what was this? Somewhere in the middle. Okay, got it. <laughs> yes, totally. Um, Curtis said that the fruit wasn't really cooked and the filling wasn't really there and i think yeah that's all just um an illustration of the fact that they just didn't really have a cohesive idea yeah. they just couldn't decide which yeah. you know. and we saw her with the apples like simmering so yes and i think she remade the glaze at some point i might be thinking about the later one that's the later one it's the yeah. later one okay yeah. But yeah, and they, oh, and they had a um, blood orange glaze. I yeah. forgot that. Yeah. Which sounds yummy. So they did an orange glaze in both rounds. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, and then the, they said the, he said the filling wasn't really there. I'm not sure if you meant that there wasn't enough filling or that there, it wasn't it there wasn't like where, the right where it needed to be. I wasn't super sure what yeah. he meant by that either. But yeah, I think they just, they just couldn't really decide. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean it's a tough situation. Yeah, I do. I do really like that DJ and Ricky also kind of couldn't decide, but they were just like, "Okay, let's do this thing. We're going with this thing. Just go with the thing." <laughs> As someone who has constant analysis and paralysis, I respect the idea of just being like, "Well, we don't know what it is, so we're gonna do this, and we're gonna put our whole heart in it." Yes, and that's that's the way to go. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you know. Some, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so now Camille and Laisa, uh, our team from France. Yes. Uh, went with a clafouti. A clafouti. And this is one dessert that I might know slightly better than Christine. Yeah, it's crazy. Only slightly because uh, many years ago I did the stage play God of Carnage. Uh, and in that show, first of all, yeah, it was a, a Tony winning uh, uh, show on Broadway. Uh, and then there's a movie version that has, uh, it's really good. It has Christoph Waltz, Kate Winslet, John C. Riley, Jodie Foster. Is she in it? Am I wrong? It was Jodie Foster. You're right. Aha, I forgot. I'm amazing. It's been so long since we watched it. I forgot. It's a really good play. Yeah. yeah and you great were play. And, in yeah, it. and so I was in it and it's kind of like two, uh, two, uh, married couples are kind of having like dessert and coffee, uh, and, it's really funny. I won't go too much into it, but uh, clafouti is the dessert they're having. Yes. Even though it's like very specific thing, and but for whatever reason, it's like the centerpiece of the show almost. 
So the person who played my wife in that show, uh, Catherine Fabroni, first of all, I want to shout her out because uh, she loves Crime Scene Kitchen and I uh, hope she's listening today and loved working alongside you. Mm-hmm. In she's that... super talented and also awesome. Absolutely. Great yeah. musician, singer, all that. Uh, she has a podcast also. Oh, yeah. What's the name of it? It's called Cheers Le Queers, uh-huh. which is uh, it's a podcast about the show Our Flag Means Death. Yes. yes. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. So uh, if that's a show you're interested in, check out that podcast. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I wanted to shout her out and shout out Nicole Gray, uh, who uh, was working with us on that show. She wasn't on stage. She had a much more important role. She made the Clifudi every night for <laughs> us. Um, I think all for, I think throughout all of Tech Week and every single night of the show, she made a fresh Clifudi and if I recall correctly, I ate an entire slice on stage during every show. <laughs> it's one of those one acts where pretty much everyone's on stage the whole time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was delicious. And, yeah, so it had, it, it had like, an, exactly what they described. Like, it's crustless, but the, the entire, like, um, the entire thing kind of had this thickness that really is not unlike a pancake. So when DJ and Ricky said pancakes, I'm like, well, that's the approximate texture of the thing. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just that instead of having a pancake and a filling, it's all one thing, I guess, right. with the clafuti. So it had that. It had whatever. I don't remember what fruit she did. It had a powdered sugar. Uh, but I think not too much because you wouldn't want to like choke on it while you're on stage. But shout out to Nicole Gray. We'll be tagging her on this as well. For making a delicious clafuti and exposing uh, me, uh, me to a great dessert, and I think you got to try it once, but I had it like I think I did, yeah, and it was very good. She's yeah. also a great uh, actor too. She's super talented. We were in a show together too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, definitely uh, that was one thing I learned doing that show was yeah, well, clafuti is because I because I had it every night for a week. I definitely remember uh, what it was. So when they showed it, I was like, I know that one. <laughs> um, so clafuti. Uh, yeah, so what else is the difference between that? What, what, what else defines that, basically? Okay, so, clafouti, it's French, of course, like all the good things, and uh, it's a baked dessert, and on the uh, the thing I was reading, it says with a flan batter, and I was like, flan? Like, I was thinking, like, you know, flan you would get at a Mexican restaurant, you know? Um, but it's actually, like, a different definition. Uh, so, the English flan is more of uh, an egg-based dish, like a custard tart, or it can be savory. So it's kind of a different meaning of flan. It's not like a caramelized flan. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So And it, I like she compared it to flan when she was talking about it, because it, but it came out like French, so it was like flan. Flan. <laughs> uh, I just want to listen to Camille and Laisa speak all day. They love their accents. Um, and yeah, so it's traditionally made with black cherries and powdered sugar. Um, if it is a variation, uh, with like different fruits, it would technically be called, and I apologize, I'm probably saying it wrong, a flonard, which is, uh, but I certainly, I mean, I think I said it with panache, uh, flonard, <laughs> I think. Um, and that's if you did basically the same thing, but without the black cherries with some different kind of fruit, that's what it would be called. Okay. So, uh, according to Wikipedia. Okay. So that's our resident francophone, Christine Perez, yes. <laughs> on the Quafuti. All right. So, Camille and Lise, so uh, we had some riser reactions, both, uh, well, and in Talking Heads, both Bob and Vicky and Sherry and Sally said they were not familiar with Quafuti. 
And they are, as we know, all <laughs> classically changed. Oh my god. Can we talk about this? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can we? Can we? Okay. Uh. <laughs> there is. Someone has decided that there is a narrative. Yeah. Someone's dying on this hill. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This season that it's like all or nothing uh, classically trained versus at home or what what's the uh self-taught self-taught an important distinction because yeah and that it means so much which but it's so funny because like in the very first episode they were talking about how like well no now you can teach yourself on youtube and like they're Mm -hmm. all these these are in the self-taught group they're all professional bakers almost yeah i think they all well donovan was a chef as we learned from davion right but i mean they they all like are professionals of some sort in the culinary sciences and most of them are professional bakers or like chocolate makers or pastry makers or cookie makers yeah they know what they're doing yeah they're incredible to to keep like <laughs> like during the second judging round, I think they said it almost every time a team came up. It well, was insane. You are classically trained, so da 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 da. But it was it's so over the top. It's too much. I yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a producer just in Curtis and Yolanda's ear all the yeah. time, being like, "Try to work classically trained in there." Yeah. So maybe and it's maybe ridiculous. You know, they have the like triangular judging table. Mm-hmm. So maybe they all have like a, a, an earpiece in their right ear, and that's why they have it that way. Oh, that's why it's that angle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Also, I just want to shout out. Uh, so the post show of crime scene kitchen it's unauthorized and unofficial bake files is on instagram live mondays after crime scene kitchen and um it has tea and fatty and amber and yaz and i think last week sally was on it too she's like guest co-star because yaz couldn't Okay. Um, but uh, this last Bake Files on Monday night after this crime scene kitchen was, I think T described it as unhinged, and that was complete. it was hilarious. <laughs> like, they were all just, like, dying laughing over how often classically trained was said. It was hilarious. Like, yeah. It's, it's getting so over the top, Fox. Like, yeah. come on, y'all. Yeah. It, no, they talked about making a drinking game, but honestly, you'd get alcohol poisoning if you, you did that. You would, yeah. It's insane, and it's, they're way overemphasizing it. They I, really are. I, I assume they're trying to build some sort of narrative. I don't know, but, um, yeah. Alright, so that's Glafuti, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So, um, they didn't see, we get a sense of it, uh, during this, and then a little bit later during Arise reaction, they didn't see the apron. Camille and Laisa did not see the apron. Right, yes. right. So they that, saw the bowl of berries. Yeah, and they knew that traditionally it was made with cherries. Right. So those were their kind of options that they were aware of. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and um, but they said it was well baked. They said it was a successful mm-hmm. tart or confetti. Yes. And they ended up. Um, let's see. So Camille thought it was cherries. Laisa thought it was the mixed berries, mm-hmm. and they did end up going with the mixed berries. Um, so, just to let you know, that's what they ended up making was the mixed berry confetti. Yes. Cool. Um, yes, they said good caramelization, successful bake. Cool. Uh, DJ and Ricky had their raspberry pancake tart. Uh, so it was like a layer of jam and then a layer of custard on top of that or something like I that? I think so, yeah. And it yeah. looked 
really yummy. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. <laughs> everyone, oh, well, uh, everyone commented. Like, I mean, throughout the episode, you just hear people being like, does that exist? Is that a thing? <laughs> Joel being like, is that real? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, the other bakers, as soon as they said, DJ and Ricky said, we have a raspberry pancake tart. Like, then there's like a montage of every other baker saying <laughs> pancake tart. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, a great riser reaction moment. But like I said, I it, it's similar in texture. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, if w- without the jam layer, I think that'd have been really. Close. It would have been there. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, jo- he, yeah. When even Joel says it's wrong in the center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joel thought it was wrong in the center, so he, it's really wrong in the center. Yeah, he doesn't say that too often. And I think. For them to just like Bob and Vicky, it was just trying to decide took a while. Yeah. So. Yaz and Amber. Yes. Cherry Clafuti. Exactly. They knew it was Clafuti. Yeah. Like, off the bat. And they also weren't sure yeah. about what it was that they tested the raspberry on an apron. Yeah. But I think they decided to go with cherry. Well, the color is so similar. Like, it's so I... similar. That would be like <laughs> impossible to tell. I don't like... Was the bowl of berries supposed to suggest it's berries, and the apron suggests it's just raspberry, or is the bowl itself a red? Like, I think the bowl's a red herring. So it's just the apron. That's I think because to say that's it. all that Curtis mentioned in the clues. Yeah, I was confused about that too. But when he went over the clues, he only mentioned you could tell that only the raspberries were used because that's what was on the apron. Yeah, but like. It would be hard to know that. Were, were there also cherries there? I mean, I assume there were. Yeah, and again, the bowl of berries just mystifies me. I, yeah. I, if you keep a bowl of berries out, take a picture of it and just send it yes. to us. Yes, yeah. Uh, put it on our Facebook or something, because, man. Maybe that's something people do. I yeah. I don't know. Is that an Australian thing? Maybe it's an Australian thing. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Uh, but this Clafuti was described as, quote, electrifying. Electrifying. Yes. Yolanda said it was electrifying. Curtis said it was very nice. It was like, they loved it. It was amazing. Nice. It was gorgeous. Um, I would say it looked a little neater than the mixed berry one um, from Camille and Laisa just because it was simpler. It was like cherries and then like a very nice dusting of the powdered sugar on top. So it was very nice. Okay. And then finally, Sally and Sherry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, first of all, they, they asked them something at the judging table, and they both said in sync, yes, we are, or something like oh that. Oh, my gosh. So yes, I love them. Yeah. Um, and what did they make? They made, they oh. made a Bakewell tart with raspberries. So what is that? How is it different? So I, I looked this up because I have heard a Bakewell tart mentioned about 85,000 times yeah. through watching these shows. And I never remember what it is. It's a British. <laughs> okay. Um, so they talk about it on GBBO. I added some Bs. Great British bingo. Um, the extra B is for B-Y-O-B-B. Bring your own Mary Berry. Right. She's not on it anymore. Um, <laughs> so Bakewell Tart is an English tart with a short crust pastry shell under layers of jam. And interestingly... Frangipan, which will come up soon, and baked almonds. It comes from the town of Bakewell in 
Derbyshire. I probably said that wrong. I'm sorry. Derbyshire. Derbyshire. That's it. We just. We're awesome at accents. Yeah, everyone in the UK just turned off their. I know they all hate their us. devices. Yeah, uh, it is interesting now that you say that that like the two challenges were a tart and something akin to a tart. They were very. They both had tart pants, although yeah. one had a removable bottom and one didn't. But it was a very and it was fruit. Yeah. It was like fruit tart situation. So that's interesting. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there were any, because of the difficulty of the first three episodes, do you think there were any adjustments on the part of the judges or the planners uh, to this week's episode? Because, especially we'll see in the second round, way easier. Way easier. Right. That's a really good point. I was thinking... Maybe they did. Um, this probably doesn't make any sense, but when they lay it on us, when they made the first few episodes, maybe it's like, okay, we're gonna make the first few challenges like crazy hard, scare them, scare them, yeah, <laughs> so that you know it'll like force them to you know always be on their toes, and then after that, everything else will you know we we can kind of take it easy for a couple weeks. <laughs> we'll phone it. I in. think yours makes more sense that it was like. Oh, we made the show way too hard now. I mean, it's possible. I think that's impossible. That makes sense. It's possible. So yeah. maybe if, if this is a big if, but if there was an adjustment, maybe that's why all of a sudden we have two similar desserts because they're, they're scrambling or scrambling. Re- rearranging or something. Yeah, maybe. That is a complete guess. Complete guess. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. This is a very different kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. So Shally and Sari... I did again. Sally and Sherry, I'm sure they get that all the time, uh, had the Bakewell tart, and they got good feedback, right? Uh, yes. Let me see. Um, oh, Curtis said, you know, that was a smart guess. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, it really does make sense with what they saw. there. Oh, yeah, there was a an almond flour container yeah. that was open, mm-hmm. but I think that was a red herring. Okay, so apparently almond flour always is a red herring on this show. Would there so is there no flour in the clafuti? There is flour, but um, so Curtis said when he went over the clues at the end, he said the only evidence of flour was in the batter. Yeah. So I don't know if that was regular flour. You know, the it, almond flour was we just know, to mess them up. We did know the all-purpose flour at the beginning, so it's probably that. one. I forgot. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Okay. okay. All right, now, um, yeah, when they said at, uh, at the end, they said we're crossing our ears and our fingers. Oh, my gosh. They they're the, so fun. They were the cat ears. They have their cat ears. Yes, I so love it. Adorable. Ah, and, oh, and yeah, also on theirs, Curtis said it was really delicious, and Yolanda said it looks beautiful. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, in the end, uh, as I'm sure you already know, it was the Clafuti with just raspberries. Yeah. So Yaz and Amber had cherries, because that's what's classically thought of uh, in a clafuti. And uh, the French team had the mixed berry, because there was a freaking bowl of mixed berries. Yes! Ugh, this bowl is going to haunt me. So Yolanda suggested, accused them of hedging their bets... Which definitely wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. We've seen people hedge their bets on this show. We've seen that. That, This is not that. that. Now, that being said, I think maybe she was just trying to discourage people from hedging in the future. Sure. So it was more more like she's trying to she's trying to say with her judging, no, it has to be exact and and don't combine things if you don't think it's real. 
Yes, and she has said things yes. to that effect yes. before, which absolutely that's good advice. Yeah. But But in this case, like they had good reason, berry bowl, to think that it was yes. all the mixed berries, not just the raspberry, but in this case apparently it was just the raspberry. Yes. Clafuti. So then they went to taste and execution and they went with the electrifying as an amber. Yay! You're still sure you want to jump off that boat. I know. I was like, what crazy timing that I but I mean I am, like, I think literally anyone could win the show. <laughs> so I cannot base it on some kind of, like, logic <laughs> or whatever you call that thing where you think. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm, a, I'm like a concept person. I'm all about feeling. So um, in my heart, I have to go with tea and fatty, but I think anyone has a legitimate chance to win, including the people that have been eliminated. Like, you know. <laughs> they could come back. They might. Yeah. Who knows? Clay Aiken came back in American Idol and nearly won the whole thing. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. It's like famous. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anything else on, on round one, Clifudi? I think that's all I have on that. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm good. Let's move on to the thing. Round two. Right. <laughs> Almond flour. Was actually used this there time. There was right? actually that almond flour is so tricky on this show. Yeah, my goodness. But they used that. Yes. There was sugar. Of course. Yes, of course. There was a rolling pin with remnants of dough. Yes. Which just makes me want to eat dough. Tart pan. A tart pan with a removable bottom. A okay. regular metal tart pan. Okay. Uh, and then a note saying use was it? I just wrote seasonal down. What did it say? It was note to self. Bake something seasonal. Seasonal. Okay. And then there was the calendar, which I think we've already commented on how useless <laughs> and just purely decorative this calendar is that you literally have to, it's like two big wooden blocks <laughs> that have different letters and numbers and things on them. And you have to like just turn them to That's the day. Such a waste of time. Why would you do that? Like paying people to make these. Out of all the time it takes you every day to find the right number. And at yeah! the end of your life, you've wasted so much time <laughs> on a calendar, which is supposed to help you with time. Yeah. It's like the opposite of a functional calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but so upsetting. <laughs> But I guess it, it, from a standpoint of them setting up, it makes more sense than circling a calendar date every time if they use Certainly, a traditional calendar. yes. It's not as wasteful as a traditional calendar would be on the show. So thank you for, you know, not not wasting a lot of paper. But still. It's yeah. ridiculous. And then, and <laughs> I then, just hate the calendar. And then there was this massive chart. Yes. Oh, and the date on it was July 6th. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And there was a massive chart of fruits per season. Seasonal fruit yeah. poster. Who has that? I added it a B to the word plum when I wrote it. A plum. Who's ever heard of no, a post a, a office? A plum with a B at the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a, a Sims plum bob. You know. Never mind. Um, but yeah, uh, so it had plums. You said that summer. with great a plum. <laughs> never heard of a post office. Um, okay. And then there was uh, an almond filling, which they were allowed to smell. I don't think they were allowed to taste that. Uh, I think they just smelled it. Yeah. But they were allowed to taste. The glaze. The glaze. <laughs> it was an orange in color glaze. Yeah. Uh, that it was 
some people disagreed as to whether it was apricot, which they all said apricot. I usually say apricot. Yeah. I'm from Oklahoma. I don't know. Apricot. Apricot. Yeah. Ah. Actually, I'm going to go back. Uh, so no one figured out, bah, 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 oh, that right. was not creme de menthe. No one figured out with mint frosting. Uh, we're just going to leave that out there for the world. Somebody figure out what it is. Email us whenever. I don't care yeah. if it's 20 episodes from now. We'll still shout you out if you figure it out. Totally. Um, and I'm going to add one because we just said it. Who ever heard of Boast Office? Who ever heard of a Boast Office? <laughs> uh, so if you know what that is, crumbshoes at gmail.com if you know any of those. Yeah. So there was a some kind of jam that or preserves of some kind that yes. they were uh, uh, or marmala- turned into a glaze. Marmalade. Or marmalade, as yes. it were. And yes. they were allowed to taste that. Yes. Um, and that was pretty much it. Really straightforward. Very straightforward. And, I mean, there's not as much to talk about in this round, honestly, because everyone pretty much got it, with one mm-hmm. small exception. Uh, so we'll go through the round a little bit. Uh, I mean, just quickly, though. I mean, There's not that much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Camille and Lisa hug when they come to it. Like, they're discussing it first, and I think at first they have a little disagreement about something, I can't remember. But then they agree, and they hug, and it's really cute. Oh, it was so cute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, it was... It was kind of funny because when they were talking, it almost, it didn't really sound like they were just agreeing to me. It sounded like they were just kind of like adding details to the same storyline. Maybe. I wasn't to me, sure. But I don't, it's also just that moment that we saw. So mm. it might be that, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, Bob and Vicky are uh, talking about this dessert and they, they're much more sure of this one. So like, there's no problems Absolutely. here in this round. Yeah. Uh, but they did say something funny. Which one said they're like, that we're warning to agree to disagree? Vicky said that. I liked that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just funny, though, because, like, in this, you're actually learning to compromise, right? Like, right, if, that's if you're, true. If you still disagree by the time you present the thing, then you're probably in trouble. Not great, yeah. Yeah, so, but, I mean, either way, they were, seemed to be in complete agreement on this round. Yes. Uh, even though one element ended up being incorrect. Right, but it was so close. I mean, this was just the closest round we've seen. I mean, this was finals close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um... Uh, so yeah, we had that, and then, oh, we had Bob's story. Oh my gosh, we hear Bob's story, which is amazing. So, mm. we had heard previously that he had left, you know, corporate, like a corporate job, like, six years ago, something like that, to go into baking. I could be wrong on the years. Um, but we heard more about it. It was five months ago. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we learned a lot in five months. Yeah, I mean, I mean he learned a lot in six years. That's, no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he uh, was diagnosed with testicular cancer, mm-hmm. and he, while he was at home, he started watching baking shows. Yeah. And um, he started thinking, like, oh, you know, maybe I could do this. Yeah. And he started, like, making things. He made a cake and took it to the chemo suite. Yeah. And everyone there loved it. Yeah. And he just started, like, making more things, and he was, like, crying, telling this story to Joel, or, like, almost crying. Yeah. And uh, it was really beautiful yeah um an incredible story of turning uh negative i mean one of the worst possible negatives any family could have in their lives uh, into a positive and um you know uh making it a, a, a second new career that he loves that he can do with his wife like how amazing is that that's incredible yeah 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 so, it was beautiful yeah uh, hat- a really great moment yeah hats off to you bob and um uh, congratulations on being a survivor and yeah. um, sharing your story because uh, that's wonderful uh, and good for you and keep baking your heart out. Um, yeah, it was wonderful. 
see. Um, oh, yeah, just on the apricot orange debate. DJ thought it was apricot. Ricky thought it was orange. Yeah. They did end up going with apricot, but, you know, it yeah. was, it was D- close. DJ was sure. DJ was absolutely sure. It was actually yeah. kind of a funny moment because yeah. Ricky kept being like, well, I mean, I kind of got, and DJ was like, like yeah, it's apricot. It's apricot, yeah. <laughs> He was, it was yeah, really good. He was going to fight for that one. Yeah, totally. And that's what we talked about last week. Like, you have to know when to fight for it. Yes. And you have to know when to let it go. And Ricky knew at that moment that that was pivotal. And it turned out to be pivotal because if they had also gone with Orange, they'd have gone home because their execution was poor. And we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, but um, that that was huge. And he knew he had to fight for it at that moment. So yeah. you have to understand and know when to, when to give and when to take. When you're so talking to your true. teammate in this show, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at one point, the twins said, uh, perfection. Ah! Um, oh my god, I love them so much. <laughs> I don't know if there are other adults who, like me, enjoy children's television programs, um, but uh, they should watch Gabby's Dollhouse, because it's all about cats. Sorry I keep giving you both free advertising. <laughs> the Gabby's Dollhouse is amazing and it's all about cats. Gabby will invoice you. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it was like eight seasons. It started coming out like a year ago. It's insane. <laughs> it was like so many seasons. <laughs> um uh uh Vicky oh Vicky at one point accidentally burnt her glaze. Oh yeah, but she remade it. Yeah. Which I think we've talked about with uh Tarsha and Chrissy that like Tarsha remade something in the middle which is like if you can always remake whatever you got wrong yeah so like good job and with a topping I feel like they usually have time to then you would have more time because you're doing it while the thing is baking exactly like that's not gonna get in the way of it you don't have to get it in the oven yeah Yeah. Uh, and then at one point Ricky was pacing around was it Ricky that was pacing or DJ that was pacing now I forget I cannot remember I I just yeah I just I think Ricky was pacing Okay. And like DJ was like getting nervous, like why are you pacing? And he's like, oh, it was really funny. I totally missed this. Oh We've yeah, seen it twice. How did I miss that? <laughs> Sometimes I just start thinking about eating things. Yeah. So I zone out. But it, yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, again, like there's got to be what this is a baking competition. There's going to be downtimes when you're just waiting for yeah. to finish baking. And in this case, they were waiting till literally the last minute. Because uh, right. theirs ended up being underdone, so they knew they got it in late. So they were just pacing, waiting, and hoping it baked. Yeah. Uh, and that's got to be so stressful when there's nothing else you can do. I don't know how they do it. I feel like they address that a lot on Great British Bake Off. That, like, you know, they'll have, like, a cup of tea moment where it's like, well, I'm just going to stand here. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah. On this show, I, I feel like we do get to see that some. But we see more all the other stressful moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, we do get to see that a little bit. Yeah. Well, on Great British, they give them more complex things, but more time. Yes. Exactly. Right. And more, and many of those things they get to practice throughout the week. True. So it's like they're able to kind of work on those skills. It's not improv. Ex- yeah. Yeah. Well, except for the, the, except the middle the, challenge. The middle challenge. Yeah. But even then they have sort of instructions. So. Yes. Great show. We'll probably cover it at some point. So good. Um, and then, oh, and then Camille said, "I'm taking the baby out." Yeah, <laughs> yes, I knew that's what you were gonna say. I love it so much. Yeah, uh, so cute. Um. Also, so Sally and Sherry can see that their tart is burning somewhat. I just wanted to talk about the convection ovens. Yeah. Um. Definitely on Bake Files, uh, the pre-show, the post-show on Instagram, you're getting like um lots of behind-the-scenes information. 
Go so these, watch those. You have to watch them. Yeah. Even if you don't get to watch them live, like totally watch them later. They are worth a watch. Yeah. Um. So they talked about in Bake Files this week, the convection ovens, the specific kind of oven. And I feel like Hannah and Kathleen have also referred to those that they're very like, they're different from the ovens that all of these people would be used to using. Yeah. And I think I didn't realize that until, you know, like this week. <laughs> so um, I didn't realize how many extra challenges that gives them um, that they had, you know, like a, a day of training just for like working with that kind of oven. And like, it's very, it sounds finicky. Like it sounds um, like it's also easy to like maybe accidentally turn off when you're like turning the dial well if, if it's the same ovens as season one which i assume it is i assume someone in season one accidentally turned the oven off exactly without knowing without realizing and it. like this makes mm. now that we know that it's this weird finicky oven that makes mm. so much more sense yeah spend more money on the ovens i mean they're probably super fancy but like yeah i yeah I don't know, dude. Yeah. It's weird. They just needed to make it even harder. <laughs> like, every layer we get of the onion that is this show, and we hate onions, but um, every layer we get of the onion, it's like, oh, it's even harder than we thought. Oh, it's even harder <laughs> than we thought. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. How could they make this so hard? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's a really tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else for that round before we go to judging? Uh, no, just, yeah. So Sally and Cherry could see that their tart had kind of burned. Like, I think it was, you now, know, these ovens are weird. They were, at the, at that point, they opened their oven. Mm -hmm. They saw it was burned, but they were kind of looking at it while it was in there. Why didn't they take it out immediately? Do you know? I don't know. And I don't, I mean, I'm a little confused as to these ovens. And, like, I feel like when people were doing the Pavlovas and the Quazas and stuff, I was confused as to whether they left them in the oven and they could, like, turn it off and it would, like, immediately just be, like, a place you could dry. I'm confused about the process and about the ovens and, like, what you can do with them. I think you, know you, what I mean? you bake things. I think you bake things in them, but I feel like, we, you know, we just rewatched season one I feel like there were some moments in that, too, where it looked like people were leaving things in the oven to dry, like uh, macarons and stuff, maybe. But the ovens were somehow immediately not on, where mm -hmm. they could just sit there. But I, I honestly don't know. So this is worth asking when we talk to more, more yes, people. Yes, absolutely. Emma next week, maybe. Yeah. All right. Emma and Leslie, you'll know the deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Um, so, uh, so, judging. Yes, once again, I forgot to write the order. Camille and Laiza started. Okay, perfect. So they had a plum frangipan tart with apricot glaze. Yes. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm in the wrong order. Ricky and DJ started. Oh, okay. Guess so, what they made? <laughs> you'll never believe it. <laughs> a plum frangipan tart with apricot glaze. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, again, much easier round because everyone's getting... Everyone got it right with yeah. one tiny exception. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sorry. So Rick and DJ started. I apologize. Theirs was underdone. Yes. Yes. But Yolanda said it was underdone, but better than a pancake tart. <laughs> I still want to try the pancake tart, though. Well, I want to try it if it's cooked. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I want to eat that pancake yeah. tart. They're selling them. Yeah. Uh, so, 
so unfortunately, they had on this episode they have two undercooked desserts. Unfortunately for them, yes. But they got you know without knowing the name, they got pretty close to the right thing in the first round and the right thing in the second round. So yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else for them? No. Bob and Vicky. Okay, they had a plum frangipan tart with orange glaze. Orange marmalade. Orange marmalade glaze. glaze. And Bob didn't have like a moment's pause over like it's orange. No. And so, I don't I don't know if she tasted it too. I don't think she did. Okay. And I one thing I thought about for that is like is there a lesson to be learned from this that if there's two of you in the kitchen, I know you're trying to split up wisely and you don't have much time. Maybe if there's a tasting or smelling thing, everybody should taste or smell. Yeah. Just to get two different opinions. But... And they're married, so we know they're probably not afraid to share a spoon. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I don't know that it would have made a difference, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't um, know. I don't know that in that kind of pressure I could tell the difference. Uh, so... I... I don't know. I've never had a fresh apricot. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many things I've had. I don't think had I've had a fresh apricot. I've had apricot jam. That are, yeah, I don't know if I've had that or not. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Well, and I know there's, there's that marmalade in that episode of Columbo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is what I know. Yeah. Uh, was it that? It was like one of the really late ones. Yes. It was crazy. Yeah. We're going to have a podcast about Columbo, too. Yes. Just one more question. Um, <laughs> Just one more thing. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah. Apricots. Apricots. So, oh, so DJ and Ricky said, I think DJ said this in the talking head, that, like, apricot is more uh, traditional as, like, a glaze over some kind of fruit tart, which I think I had heard that. Like, I've used it on some kind of fruit tart. Do you know why that would be? I have no idea. Okay. I, yeah, I did not look into that further. That's okay. But, um, yeah, so... In a way, it's, uh, and actually uh, T talked about this in Bake Files, um, that in a way you would think, oh, okay, well then apricot makes sense. But in another way, you would think, are they going to mix it up on you? Because like in the first one, they didn't do a traditional cherry clafouti, they did a raspberry clafouti. So is it like, oh, it's a traditional tart, except we're going to do an orange glaze. So, I mean, you know, it would be hard to tell, like kind of either way makes sense. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, you can't fault him. It's just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was a beautiful tart. Curtis said it was well-constructed, very good. Um, it was really the only one that wasn't slightly over or underdone or it, more than that. It was, without a doubt, the best executed tart on the round. Yes. Easily. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> But the orange made all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like on a different day, different competitors, it could be a totally different deal. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like it, it's all of what matters. Yeah. So. If any of the other three teams had any slight inaccuracy. Yeah. That team would have gone home based on their execution. Right. Didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't and that's happen. why like anyone could win this show. They're yeah. all amazing. Yeah. It just depends on how the... Clifudi crumples. <laughs> um, next were Camille and Liza. Yes. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It was so pretty. Yeah. The rosette, uh, yeah. Curtis said, of plums. They're really thinly sliced. They're just gorgeous. So beautiful. 
Um, he's, Curtis said he could see their professional training. He didn't say <laughs> classical training this time. He mixed it up. Professional training coming through. Oh. Uh, it was underbaked, but it was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally... Sally and Cherry, how did they describe theirs? It was hilarious. So they have a plum French and pan tart with apple tart glaze. Yeah. And they said, since it's summer, it's a little sunburnt. A little sunburnt. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're so cute. That's one of the funniest ways to sell something that's burnt. I know. <laughs> I love when people spin things. Yeah. That's when, the best. Yeah, it, was, it reminded us of Davion, I think. Yes, uh, I love that. Yeah. Just sell that Spin it, baby. So theirs is overdone uh, with obvious resu- results from that. Yeah. Uh, but Joel said he liked it, actually. Yeah, he did. So maybe he likes his desserts a little more done. Yeah. Um, and, know. like... I liked some things well done. Totally. The, yeah. the level of judging, like, anything that anyone makes on this show, I'd be proud to make. Oh, yeah. You know? With, like... I can think of, like, one exception from season one. <laughs> but, like, other than that, pretty much anything that anyone makes on this show, I would be like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever made, and I'm awesome. Tell me after what it is. We'll, I will. We'll go over it when we get to that episode, of course. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the yeah, like, Joel is tasting it as a regular person, I think. Yeah. I'm sure he's eaten all kinds of fancy food. Yeah. But, like, he just enjoys food. Yeah. And I, and I, I love when we hear his perspective. I do, too. So it really, like, grounds it back and, like, yeah. this is what a regular person would think of this. Yeah. Oh, and I, something I think I mentioned this last night, uh, just as we were watching, but that occurred to me, they eat so many desserts, the three yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're only eating, like, a bite or two of each thing, like, the judges and Joel, like, they must be, like, on strict workout regimens, because they're in great shape, all three of them. Yeah. Like, like as, when they're when they're recording this, because they eat they have they eat so much sugar during this t- these tapings. Yeah. Well, and yeah, um, I mean, um, I mean, Curtis does savory food and sweet food. Yolanda's whole deal is sweet food. Right. Right. So yeah, I think, but I based on Instagram content, I think both Curtis and Yolanda are busy twenty four hours a day. Yeah. So like the amount of Instagram content they put out. Every day is insane. <laughs> like, uh, so I, I think they are so busy. Yeah. That it's like, you know, they're just, they never have a second where they're sitting, you know? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Other than the makeup chair. Michelin stars take work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, YouTube empires take work. Yeah, totally. Podcast empires, we'll try. Eh, we'll see what we can do. That's fine. Uh, we're just recording what we would have already been saying. <laughs> just turned, that's literally what we're doing. We just turned a microphone on. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, we know what happens at this point. It's Bob and Vicky. There's really not much of a surprise here. Um, because as precedent goes in the show, as we've established, well-established, accuracy is first and taste and execution are second. So, yes. even though they were only off by one thing and it was just a, a topping, not even a, you know, a, a primary component, uh, that matters more than the underbaked or the overbaked factors. So, Bob and Vicky had to go home. And there's really, all four episodes now, there's really, in my eyes, not really controversy on who the final no. decision was because yeah. um, going, going by well-established precedent, all four decisions have seemed fairly easy. Yes, yeah. Uh, I agree. That will not be the case in the last six, I'm sure. Oh, it gets harder and harder, yeah. Yeah. Like, it it comes down to the, like, 
yeah, this was like a finals one because we're talking about the teeniest, tiniest thing. Yeah, but it'll it'll be even closer. It'll be down to execution probably when we get there. Yeah. Um. Uh. But that's uh. That's unfortunately the way it broke this time for Bob and Vicky. Uh. But uh, we certainly went on a journey with them today, right? Yes, and they have like their last talking head. So beautiful. Like, um, they talk about the experience of bringing them closer together. Bob talks about how Vicky has stuck by him through so much, and he, like, gets choked up, and it's just beautiful. I just, um, I adore them. <laughs> <laughs> and and we can find them on Insta, right? Yes. So you can find them on Instagram. They are at DeLuca's House of Cakes. DeLuca, D-E-L-U-C-A-S, DeLuca's. House of Cakes. No yeah. underscores or anything. All one word. And they're on Facebook under that name as well. They followed us on, on both platforms. Yes. Uh, so you can check them out on either. Uh, they're like me. I get the sense they use Facebook more than Insta. So I, I'm more of oh, a okay. Facebook guy myself. So uh, cheers to you. I'll see you on Facebook, Bob and Vicky. Uh, uh, but uh, but you can find them on either and uh, su- yes. support their product. And I don't know if you're... And of course, they make amazing, beautiful things, just like everyone else on the show. Yeah, I don't know if, if they ship anything or if you have to be in the Jersey area. But, oh, uh, that I don't know. Uh, but uh, check it out, and I'm sure you can yeah. find out. And if you're in the area, by all means, please patronize their... Uh, uh, their establishment because I'm sure it's amazing. And again, the, once again, the people eliminated made the best dessert. Yeah. As far as execution and quality, they made it great. They're going out with at least being able to say I made a good dessert today. And I love like I <laughs> I don't want anyone to ever have to go home. Yeah. But when they do, that's the best thing that it could be. It's yeah. like when we made something amazing. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, I wanted. Oh, and I also. Uh, in this episode, they're doing this whole, like, classically trained thing. <laughs> but this episode, again, kind of proves that, like, it's not really about that. No. Because, like, lots of classically trained people in this episode had either not heard of Clifford Yeah. Or wouldn't know I thought that was how telling. to put it together. Yeah. So it's not really about that. Yeah. Like... And it depends I, and I on think, where you learned, and like that applies whether you're learning off YouTube or at a culinary school. Yeah, and I thought the French Japan tart, like the the group A, would have done just as well with that as as this, as this group did. So yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a little insulting. It is because <laughs> yeah, like they're all professional. Yeah, like it's not. There's a there are shows that are about homemakers yes those shows are great too yeah this show is not about homemakers yeah it's about self-taught mostly professional makers yeah <laughs> like and classically trained professional makers so yeah and uh, it's i i love that they set that up as the premise but yeah it's a good premise the, the way they're beating us over the heads with it is getting a little silly yeah it is yeah so um so uh fox if you can make any last minute edits <laughs> To the rest of the episodes that are already in the can, uh, I would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, so make it three minutes again. <laughs> can you add a minute? Number one, <laughs> add a minute. Just have everybody come back for some like post-production stuff. Steph, Cherry, and I are ready to come back to the kitchen. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Give everyone an extra minute. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and let's stop saying classically trained so much. Everybody calm down. Yeah. What? Two, two times an episode, I'll give you. That's, yeah, that's completely, like, legit. That's <laughs> I couldn't think of a word. Um, yeah. 
Cool. Can I talk about fashion? Fashion. It's Yolanda's fashion. fashion corner. It's not really all Yolanda. It's just she's a goddess. So, no. you know. Um, okay. So, Yolanda still looks fabulous in this episode. And uh, the reason they wear the same clothes in more than one episode is definitely not because they're filming more than one episode <laughs> in a day. Because <laughs> it's actually like half of an episode a day. Um, so it's definitely not that. <laughs> the way the reason they're still wearing the same awesome outfits is because of continuity editors, yeah. you know? So, uh, but I did want to give a shout out to their glam team um, because, like, wardrobes, all of their wardrobes are so amazing. Uh, we have to remind ourselves that it's not like they're not just picking out their own clothes and putting on their own makeup. We have, like, an incredible glam team behind them. So I just wanted to do uh, some Instagram shout outs to them. So uh, Yolanda's makeup is by at this is Nat Brown. So incredible makeup. And then her hair is by at Troy, T-R-O-Y, Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-Z. All one word. Uh, the wardrobe is by at dot Camilo. So J-O-S-E dot A dot C-A-M-I-L-O. And at Brianca Simone. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. So at B-R-I-A-N-C-A-S-I-M-O-N-E. All one word. Two E's at the end? Two E's at the end. Sorry, I had a little cough. E-E. E-E. I had a little clophobia in my throat. <laughs> the powdered sugar, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that also fashion. I really loved Vicky's look in this episode. Um, it was very, like, I got, like, a very art gallery owner hippie type vibe from it. And I thought it was so cute. Yeah. She had, like, this big, like, big headband, like, soft headband. And um, tinted glasses. She probably always wears the tinted glasses, but they really stood out to me this time. And, like, these teardrop earrings and, like, a chunky kind of teardrop shaped necklace. And I just thought it was very cute. Yeah. Uh, Sally and Sherry's dresses are gorgeous. They're, like, very breezy, and I thought they were very apricot-colored, interestingly. <laughs> uh, and, of course, they have the cat ears. I don't know if they're the same cat ears or if they're different. They were both sort of ornate, but not, like, huge, yeah. right? So I, I wasn't super sure. They're mood cat ears, so they oh change. Oh, my God, I hope so. They change based on how they're feeling. Uh, yes. Yeah. And Sally and Sherry are so fun. Oh, I love I them. Love them. Yeah. Um, okay, and then Camille and Laisa back with their fabulous stripes again, all about the stripes. And uh, Camille on her Instagram was like, does everybody have their stripes for tonight? Oh, uh, made me so happy. I should have worn something striped. Oh, well. Um, but uh, you can actually buy Camille's merch by uh, Hyper Iconic. Uh, if you go to her Instagram, which is at bake it all, all one word, um, it has a link to her clothing merch store. So yeah. Oh, and just to let you know what they were wearing. Uh, Camille was in denim overalls with like a striped shirt underneath. And Laisa was in like a striped shirt with a jean jacket. So they both had like the denim thing, but, and their stripes are like different widths. Like, oh, one of them okay. ha- will have, like, thinner stripes. Yeah. Um, And I love the way that the wardrobe artists on this show, they, they did it in the last season, too. I don't know if it's the same artist, but 
Um, but watching last season again, too, you really see they do such an amazing job of making the team's wardrobes very much fit the team's aesthetic, but also, like, they're not too matchy-matchy unless that's perfectly appropriate in the case of, like, Sherry and Sally. Like, I'm sure they love that. Yeah. Um, but, like, they, they make their outfits where it's, like, they carry the same aesthetic, but they'll have little variations where yeah. it's not, like, exactly the same. Like Hannah and Kathleen with their looks last week, like, the yes. hats and the shirt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, there's there's a cohesiveness without it being super matchy-matchy. Yeah. And uh, I think they do a really great job on that. Emma and Leslie had some fabulous outfit matchups last year, or last season. Uh, Thomas and Kathy, too. And really everyone. Yeah. I love all of um, all of Natalie's like sequin shirts and stuff. They just great stuff. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that was the fashion corner. Yay! Yay! All right. Um, so with that, once again, uh, next week there is no uh, no new episode of Crimes and Kitchen, but we will be here with Leslie and Emma from season Woo! one with an interview, so definitely check that out. We're so excited to start uh, going to some deep analysis with them on, on what they think is going on uh, so far this season and learning more about them. Uh, Bake Files mentioned possibly doing an episode. Yeah, they talked about some fun, different ideas for an episode, maybe baking something and bringing it to talk about or yeah. something, so not super sure, but it's probably going to be amazing. And I think Later this week, DJ and Ricky are going to be doing another sort of behind-the-scenes live Instagram, just talking about stuff. All right. So those are always good, too. All right. So Ricky underscore Zucar for Ricky and Cirque du Souffle for T, uh, I believe is going to be the best way to get to those uh, live Instagrams as they happen. Uh, but just keep an eye on those because they're, they're putting out some great stuff. It's and, so amazing. And again, we want to support all these wonderful bakers. Um, and with that... Thank you so much once again, Crumb Shoes. Uh, and we'll, oh no, wait, 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 wait! Oh my gosh, the drawing! The drawing! All right, I almost forgot. It's our drawing. So every month, if you are donating on our Patreon uh, at our seven dollar or above level, that makes you a power teammate. Yes. And there are other levels as well. If you want to support us on our Patreon, we'd really appreciate it at Power no, at Power Team Studios. Uh, there are several different levels that you can choose from. We'll shout you on the show. We'll really appreciate anything you could give. Uh, makes it possible for us to do this and more. We have a lot more stuff going forward that we're, we are incredibly excited to, sh- excited to share with you. Uh, so anyway, check that out if you can. But we have a drawing because one lucky winner right now is going to win either a baking session with Christine or a chess lesson with me. I'm very good at chess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that you always put that in there. Well, I, I can't, you know, I don't want people to think like I just opened a, a chess set for the first time the other day. Oh, sure. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> like you get to talk about your... I, however, just got my, my first baking uh, kit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, came with something, I think it's called like a, a wish or a, wi- a whisk. <laughs> no, she's a professional. She's a classically trained baker. <laughs> no, no, she's not that either. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I've got all the names here uh, of our power teammate levels. So I'm gonna roll a die. I have a twenty sided die here. I'm gonna roll the die. I have the numbers assigned to people. So I'm gonna roll it. I'm gonna see what I get. I'm so excited. And we're gonna have a winner. It's very exciting. So I've got a five, which is. 
Michael Oninger. Congratulations, Michael. You earn, uh, you get to choose the one hour baking session with Christine or the one hour chess lesson with me. So we will reach out to you and you can tell us what you want with that. And if you want to be in that drawing for next month at the end of July, uh, just hop on that Patreon at $7 level. Or if if that's a little too rich for your blood, you can hop on a Patreon and do a different level. So take a look at that uh, at Power Team Studios once again. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us again. Any listen you give us, any like or share or subscribe means the world to us. Seriously. We are so appreciative of your time because uh, we're all busy and I appreciate you. And uh, Christine, how do we always end this? Thank you all for listening. You're all crumbly little bones.